0: you are listening to the your next season podcast the show designed to help you navigate life's setbacks and disappointments through candid conversations with motivational speaker dr ronald thornhill and life coach Gigi hopkins be sure to like share comment and subscribe and now let's welcome your hosts Dr.
1: T and Coach G.
0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to your next season podcast. I'm Gigi Hopkins and I am sitting alongside my good, great friend and my co-host, Dr. Ronald Thornhill. And together we are affectionately known as Dr. T and Coach G. Dr. T, I've got to tell you, I'm super excited. Well, I'm super excited for this podcast on today.
1: Well, likewise, G, I'm excited and indeed delighted just to be able to share with you and to the audience uh, some of the things that, that's been on my heart for a minute. So mm-hmm. again, I'm going to sit back. We will conversate for a while and see how we proceed uh, with this particular podcast.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited. So we're going to unpack a lot on today. But before we get started, I like to get all the house stuff out of the way. So I just want to say once again, welcome to the Your Next Season podcast. And we just want to say we are not licensed counselors. We are both motivational speakers. Dr. T has his doctorate in education. We are both educators, actually. And I also am a certified life coach of 10 years trained under one of the absolute best so once again we are not licensed counselors we're just two people that decided to come together to dialogue have outer dialogue so we're allowing you to just kind of sort of peek in some of you may expect something totally different from this podcast and you may not get quite what you're expecting but i promise you if you're someone looking to go to your next season you're going to get what you need out of this podcast so How'd you like that,
1: Doctor T? Where a lot of times, you know, we look at a person's background mm-hmm. and we think that they're going to hit in that particular area. Yeah. But at this stage and this phase of my life, I just feel like I've got a lot to share. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and there are some things that you know we experience as a whole mm-hmm. in life, and we don't often have the platform to share it, uh, and then be able to let others know that you may suffer some setbacks. Yeah. You yeah. may go through various seasons, mm-hmm. but but uh, there will come a time where you can share. And hopefully, uh, with those that tend to listen, maybe they gain something from the conversation. So I'm excited. Uh, I've shared often that uh, I've done more on the other side of 50 (laughs) than I did on the front side of 50. So uh, I'm uh, looking forward to the conversation as well.
0: Now, see, I'm going to go ahead and let him stay with his age. But (laughs) Gigi Hopkins, she ain't sharing, all right? You just look at the gray and think for yourself on that. (laughs) Well, Dr. T, it is always a pleasure when we get together Mm -hmm. and we can just easily feed off of each other, which is why when we decided to do this podcast, I was super excited because you and I can dialogue on some of the deepest things. And that's what this is about. It is about really creating a platform where all will be invited to benefit from it, not just a specific population of people or demographic of people. And oftentimes you and I will post on one of our social media platforms and mm-hmm, you'll mm-hmm. post something. I'm like, oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. And so one of the things recently that we were talking about that I had posted on my um, podcast, one of um, excuse me, one of my um, platforms, I posted something that said, you will never reach your destiny until you detach yourself from your demons. I want us to... Here I go, taking your word again. I want us to unpack that. And I want us to unpack it in regards to, because, you know, sometimes when people hear the word demon, they're thinking spirits. Absolutely. Um, And when I used that in that post, it was kind of loose. It was a Uh loose term uh that I was uh using, if uh you will. But there's so much to unpack in that because we are attached to some things that we need to let go of. So. I'm going to let you define that, and we're going to dive right on in. We're going to start unpacking.
1: Let me just reference again something you said, G, which is powerful, and that is um, as an educator, uh, for me, unpacking things is critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, We look at our students, we look at our kids and how they struggle. And the thing now is SOLs, or if you're in other states, it's the Common Core. And uh, some of the basic things that students have to uh, uh, achieve or have to be able to uh, master. however, when we think about that that term demons and, and I really want to hone in on the fact that they're things that happen to us uh, as mm-hmm. a child.
0: yeah no, that's good and,
1: and if we don't really unpack that piece and revisit it, that thing would haunt us for the remainder yeah, of our lives. that's good. Uh, and that particular piece dealing with demons, you know not just from the spiritual standpoint, but those distractions, mm-hmm. those blockers, yeah. uh, those things that have almost blocked us uh, from reaching out, not just our destination, mm-hmm. but that level of success that I think all of us desire to reach. But if we don't go back to deal with it, mm-hmm. then it will become a part of us not reaching our destination. Mm-hmm. In fact, I often talk about fear. You know, fear as a, a piece, if we allow fear to, to change who we are, it'll prevent us from where we're going. So that fear factor is critical. Going back as a child, you know, what was it that that hit you? For me, <laughs> this is kind of crazy. And I can think of it uh, when I was nine or 10 years old. Uh, I got bit by a dog. And that thing stayed with me for the rest of my life. And uh, even today, <laughs> if a dog has chased me, I'm going to find the thing that's closest to me to pick up to try to crown him on his head. If there was a car or vehicle close, I'm going to probably jump on the car. But you wouldn't think that it would hit me. Mm-hmm. But that's one of those uh demons. That's one of those things that I didn't address. Perhaps if I got back on the horse and addressed, you know, the fact that... Mm-hmm. that and it was a little dog. Yeah. You know, didn't take too much of meat out of a skin, <laughs> But that kind of yeah. started the process.
0: And that's one of those things that... We're both educators. So mm-hmm. we are both forced to deal with different personalities. Uh, different personalities daily. <laughs> and so... And we we become unique individuals in learning how to do that. Mm -hmm. And in dealing with some of the uh, students that I have to deal with as an educator, some of them don't even realize that that trigger is from something from their childhood. Absolutely. And so let's unpack how do we help a person come to the realization that it's not the surface thing. It's not that yeah. thing that just happened. Some of that stuff is something that's more like what I call when I'm doing my life coach sessions, mm-hmm. those deep rooted issues.
1: Yeah. 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 Gee, let me just hit that for a second. You said something that was critical triggers. Mm-hmm. I, I i talk about a lot of times uh sometimes things that are near and dear to my heart if you trigger that thing it may cause me to react in a negative way Mm -hmm. uh with certain people saying certain things Mm -hmm. not just questioning um my manhood or or who i am but if i don't learn the art of managing it Mm -hmm. then it will impact or affect where i'm going now let's back up well what is it what caused that Mm -hmm you know to to hit you like that something traumatic mm-hmm. that that perhaps which for me did happen I mentioned a little dog and so all it takes is the right trigger mm-hmm. but for those of you that are listening a lot of times go back to that one thing and and I'm not necessarily saying that you will master it but learning how to navigate how do I manage this yeah. first of all yeah. acknowledge, acknowledge that it exists is the first yeah, it's that's the, the key. first
0: step mm-hmm. because if you don't acknowledge something then you don't realize it's something that you need to address. Correct. And that's in any facet of life. Correct. You really have to acknowledge that there is a need to change something mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you. And I think sometimes, Dr. T, that is like one of the hardest things because some of us, we build an exterior yes. that yes. is pleasing to the eye. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want anyone to see anything beyond that exterior that we have. Yeah. That we're presenting, right? Yes, yes. And so now we're saying, you want me to go back yeah. and research mm-hmm. and dig up stuff? Well, no, because then what I've presented to society, they will no longer see.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think we have to create an environment where we make it okay for people to say I'm not okay. And not just to say I'm not okay, but to do something about that part of you that's not so okay it's okay to not be okay
1: but but the, the struggle again and let me deal with it from a gender mm-hmm. standpoint mm-hmm. Uh, as a male <clears throat> we bought into the notion or the narrative uh, that it's not um it's not good it's not good for men to, to show that side where you mm-hmm. just uh not being transparent uh you're not macho and what happens is we build that facade mm-hmm. for years and then when it comes to a place where we become vulnerable that's when we snap, that's when we flip, Mm, that's good. That's when we really end up doing something. And many of my brothers uh, that are behind, that are incarcerated, Mm -hmm. they're not bad guys. They just made bad decisions Mm -hmm. uh, at that given time. And here comes the other piece where Coach G is so important. I've got a mentor, Mm -hmm. uh, my uh, coach, Coach George Lancaster. I played basketball for years. And uh, in fact, uh, we're going to get together later today, later this week. Uh, and, uh, I'm always calling him on different things, mm-hmm. any tough or any large decision that I have to make, I always run it by him. Not that I can't make the decision, right? but right. we need coaches. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's Absolutely. where, again, G, you come in for me to be able to allow this conversation mm-hmm. to go on to not only help you and I, but to help others. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we're no different.
0: Right, that's right. That's all. Absolutely. We're no different.
1: Just willing to be transparent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the moment.
0: But how do we get a person <clears throat> to that place of okay, it is something deeper? How do we get men? Let's let's start there. Since you look, you bright up Dr. Door. T, I you, open the, you open the door, I'm gonna walk right on in. Walk in. How do we get men, people who were taught to Some, not all. Again, we're not licensed counselors, and we're certainly not saying that this is applicable to everyone. But we also have had life happenstances. So that's that's another thing that gives us credence on what we're speaking on Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. of life happenstances for us. But how do we get men to, to realize it's okay to be vulnerable enough to share your feelings? Because I'm convinced that some of that stuff bleed over into different relationships, whether it's a work relationship, a love relationship, a family relationship, oh, yeah. if we don't have that healing component, if we don't have that, that sensitive to other people's feelings and, and, and what you're projecting on other people, how, how do we get men to that
1: point? Well, uh, that's a million-dollar question. <laughs> I, I will attempt to not just answer the question, mm-hmm. but just shed a little light and use myself myself for example. <clears throat> it's not easy. Uh, One of the first things is trust. You know, you got to find those that you trust. Uh, And uh, not just trusting, but even after a person uh, opens their heart up, Mm -hmm. uh, knowing that it's not necessarily going to be divulged, but that they have somebody they can bring things to. And we Mm -hmm. often talk about your licensed professional counselors. And for me, uh, I've got a (laughs) sister who she's a licensed counselor. And I talked to her about almost any and everything. Mm-hmm. But the first step, again, is, is you know finding someone you can trust. For men, a lot of times, another male, mm-hmm. uh, and for me, having a coach, that what's shared uh, with him, it yeah. stays with him. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, I think, gee, something that I shared on, on one of my posts, and it just like it was not just an epiphany, but we want people to feel what we feel, yeah. see what we see, and then ultimately be who we are. And they're not who we are. Right. Because they're not wired like us. Mm-hmm. They haven't been through what we've been through. And so consequently, they won't see and feel what we feel. However, we've got to give them the grace yes,
0: yes. to be
1: able to to look through a different set of lenses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we sometimes only see through our lenses. Right. But we need to either zoom in, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> get some bifocus so yeah. you can see both sides.
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
1: <laughs> and then finally- and see
0: it clearly. Yeah,
1: that's good, that's good, mm-hmm. see it clearly. And then I'm just hung on this coach piece. There are those uh, of us, particularly males, mm-hmm. we don't have any coaches. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is we we do this um, uh, this single piece where we we, we do everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think that we can accomplish success by ourselves, but we don't realize that we need help. Yeah. And That's when we good. get to, the sooner that we realize that, I think that will start the process, uh, the healing process. That yeah. is.
0: Now I'm going to create the balance because. I just know that there's a male out there listening to saying, well, what about the women? So I'm, I'm going to create okay, the balance, good, right, women? Good. I got you. I got you, but I got to <laughs> talk about it, right? That's good. That's so good. as a woman myself and mm-hmm. having been through just life, life right, mm-hmm. there were times when I can honestly say even in my marriage I was like, oh, wow, Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not good right now. Mm-hmm. And I can remember my husband, who was a phenomenal husband to me, but there are times he could say something to me, and it would trigger that's me it. something terrible. And it wasn't even anything bad, because, again, I said he was a phenomenal mm-hmm. husband. But here's the thing, what happens when you're broken? You don't even know how to embrace and phenomenal when that's not what you're used to. That's good. And, and this is this is why we created this platform mm-hmm. so we can be transparent and honest and, and have honest dialogue that will help the next person. So that's why I'm sharing this piece with him. I couldn't even embrace how good he was being to me because I just thought it was going to be another, okay, What what is this about? He No one's mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. nice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just had so many broken pieces that I couldn't be who I needed to be in my marriage mm-hmm. as far as, being open and being vulnerable. Instead, I was being angry. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And anything Mm -hmm. he would say, what did you say? And then I, you know, lash out. It took me about four or five years into that 12-year marriage to say, okay, I'm not good.
1: Right, right.
0: I not only owe it to me to get better, I owe it to my husband to be better, and I owe it to our children to be better. And then I started the work. Mm -hmm. Now, unfortunately for me, when I started the work, it came to some realizations that I'm like, okay, I need some downtime for me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm saying this to say, sometimes women, we bring in baggage. Yes. We bring in baggage, and we don't know how to sort it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) And so if we leave this destination. We take it over to the next destination. That just sounds like some stuff you would say. <laughs> and then we take it to this next destination. So it is important to realize
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you're broken, but it's important to get fixed.
1: Yeah. Gee, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's important to get fixed. And with the luggage, let's just go back to that analogy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we go places and uh, we don't know why, but the luggage get lost mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, is it the
1: fault of the pilot? is it the fault of the person sometimes they get lost in the process mm-hmm. and we don't know that mm-hmm. so we're not privy to all of the devices we're not mm-hmm. um, privy to all of those things that cause us to be where we are however uh, we all will go through a season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some seasons, uh, they're good. Other seasons may be transitional. Mm-hmm. Some seasons may be transactional. Mm-hmm. And then some seasons may be transformational. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's just knowing which season that we're in. Yes, if we're in good. a transitional season, mm-hmm. we're just going, yeah. we're just moving. Mm-hmm. But if it's transactional, recognize those people that God, well, not necessarily God, but people coming to your life for that particular reason, mm-hmm. just to get you. To the next space and the next place and then finally what has helped me is a transformational piece which has brought me to where i am now (laughs) where i'm willing to share uh, the good times the bad times Mm -hmm. and after 30 plus years you know of marriage and while it's been not only a journey it's been work Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and some people think it's going to happen overnight But it doesn't happen overnight it happens over time
0: yeah yeah
1: and so uh it's a process yeah ongoing with a desired end uh that we hope to get to but um it's critical
0: and i think the thing about the process too is you you just said it's work but you have to be willing yes. to put in the work yes. and sometimes just in coaching my clients um, Even just, and I think back years ago mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just parts of my life where I'd be quick to just throw in a towel, like uh, yeah. I don't yeah. have time for yeah. this. This is too much work. Yeah. But it's important to do the work. Yes. And yes. the name of this podcast is Your Next Season. Season. And in order to get there, you have to put in the work. Because sometimes that work is just peeling back mm-hmm. the layers. Mm-hmm peeling them mm-hmm. back and then sometimes dr t when you start peeling you don't even realize how many layers you don't realize how much stuff you have layered and i used to say to some of my life coach clients when they were talking about how stressed they are i said but when do you de-stress yes. if you never go home and just have a wusa moment yes. or a release or just let it go kind of moment meditation whatever it is prayer whatever it is that you do to help release that. If you never take the time to de-stress, you're just mm-hmm. gonna keep adding stress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's layers on layers on layers, and then you're deep in it. But you gotta get the work done.
1: Gee, easier said than done. Not
0: right. You know. However,
1: <laughs> it goes back again to our context. Mm-hmm. You know, if if contextually we have not had that, mm-hmm. we haven't been exposed to it, then we just don't know mm-hmm. how to move into that arena, and 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 again, my hope is that even those uh, those men that are listening right now, I'm not saying it's an easy task. I'm not saying it's a task that um, you'll find something right away. But I think if you start the process, mm-hmm. the recognition, the acknowledgement, it, it's just coming to grips with ourselves. Uh, and for me, as I begin to think of the next season, you know, where do we go from here? You know, how That's do good. we? Get to the place where we move mm-hmm. from that comfort zone. Yeah, you know we become cool. so comfortable. Yes, now, with, with now where we are. It. Yes, and and so mm-hmm. and we often hear the the piece. Uh, it, it's 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 okay to be uncomfortable. That's easier mm-hmm. said than done because when you're uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you start sweating, you start doing things that you don't usually. You start becoming, you start twitching and all mm-hmm. of that. But but the thing that helps me in this process. Is knowing that I've got support. Number one, knowing that I don't have to go it alone. And then number three is knowing that if I can just reach out to my coach, uh, I just need to have the conversation and mm-hmm. may not even get the answers gee, that I want. Yeah, yeah. But if I can move forward. And I can see where I'm going.
0: Yeah. And again, if if you're just tuning in, you're tuned into the Your Next Season podcast. I'm Coach G, and I'm here with my great friend Dr. T, and we're just dialoguing. And today, we're actually talking about detaching yourself from some things so that you can get to yeah. your next season. And I want to say that when we're talking about we're talking about starting the work and getting the work done, sometimes for some of us, it is mm-hmm. coach level. Yes. But for some people, it's deeper than that. And mm-hmm. that's, that's why we are quick to disclaim that we are not licensed counselors. And sometimes it takes that. You mm-hmm. mentioned that your sister is a, a, a licensed counselor. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. some people, they need that level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I also think one of the things I pride myself on is being an accountable friend.
1: That's good. That is good.
0: I pride myself on being an accountable friend. I don't go with the flow. But it's, it's done in love. And I think accountability is important. Sometimes we can get what crowds, like crowds. Somebody has to be different in the crowd yeah. in order for change to happen.
1: Gee, that piece is so important, even for me. You know, you got leaders, you got followers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not suggesting that you're not a leader. I'm not suggesting that you're always a follower. Mm-hmm. But you've got to at least recognize that somebody's got to make the difference. I often talk. Uh, even with my teachers at school. Um, and every now and then I may substitute a class. And uh, I share with the students, if there's something on your mind and you're afraid to ask the question, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised that 80 to 90% of the students have the same question. Mm-hmm. But yeah. who's willing to ask the question? Yeah. And so going back to unpacking some things with us, you know, as individuals, you know, how do we start the process? How do we work through the process? And then how do we continue the process? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, gee, I think it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the willingness uh, to roll up your sleeves mm-hmm. and not just to throw in the towel because you know, the suicide rate has um, just escalated yeah. uh, because yeah. people feel that uh, there is no hope. They feel that, that they have no way out. Mm-hmm. And I submit that's because they haven't found a coach, they haven't found somebody that they could talk to mm-hmm. and to talk through mm-hmm. what they're going through. Right. But again... If we can just embrace it for the time, if we can just stop for a moment. And the, one of the de-stressors is getting out of where you've been all the time. You know, we come home. I mean, we go to work, we come home. We go to church, we come home. We go to business, we come home. But what do you do for JJ? Right. right. What do you do for Ronald? You know, and I have the things that I do. And, and so I continue that so I'm not so stressed. And my body then will give me signals, mm-hmm. you know, when I need to work out. Yeah, yeah when I need to exercise, mm-hmm. when I need to do some things to relieve myself mm-hmm. of some of the things that I'm going through. And so uh, it doesn't happen again overnight, Yeah, but it happens over time.
0: Now, Dr. T, you said something that triggered something with me. So i, I got to say this. Sometimes that thing that you have to do is change your dancing partners. Because sometimes the crowd that you're with yeah. is the thing that's pulling you down. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, folk will drain the absolute life yes, out of you. Yes, yes. And you've gotta recognize who are your drainers and who are your fillers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I I I choose mm-hmm. to occupy my space with people who are filling me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're around people and they're constantly draining you, constantly draining you, at what point do you yeah. get refueled? At yeah, what yeah. point are you charged? Yeah. And then it becomes I see people get in a funk of, well, this is just how life is. Yeah. No, yeah. That's and it's not. not how life is.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So how do we get people to recognize that sometimes it's it's shifting your crowd, it's shifting the entourage?
1: I think you hit it initially, G, the recognition of the drainers and the fillers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> one of the things I... I recognize when I'm around certain people and I'm constantly getting upset, mm-hmm. <laughs> then that's a drainer. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but when I'm around others or some people that, that know me mm-hmm. and I can sit back and listen. Mm-hmm. One of the challenges with leaders today, we give so much yeah. mm. that we haven't learned how to receive.
0: Oh, that's good. And
1: consequently, when we are left alone, we don't know what to do. You know, and, and, and again... There are those that may be just you know, going through, you know how you may surf through stations, you may be um, just perusing through a channel, whatever, mm-hmm. and you see something that you may like. As leaders, sometimes we don't become intentional. We've mm-hmm. gotta intentionally Ooh, that, listen that to some folks mm-hmm. and intentionally say, no, I'm gonna stop. He's got something to say. Uh, and I think when we get to that place, that will start the process of our healings. And, and let me just be frank and transparent with everybody. Uh, none of us have arrived. And what I mean by that is uh, we've got our challenges. We got those things that we we have dealt with. Uh, we got things that we're dealing with right now. And we're good in being uh, a person that masquerade or kind of put the mask on. Uh, there are those who have put the mask on for so long that they don't know how to take it off. Right, right. you know. And what COVID, I think, has done uh, because we have gotten accustomed to wearing the mask mm-hmm. some forgot to take it off mm-hmm. and so they are still masquerading as somebody that they're not yeah and then when the mm-hmm. person comes to tell them to take their mask off they don't know how and that's why I think uh conversations such as we're having now mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not to indict right
0: Absolutely. or formally in
1: charge Absolutely. this is not indicting Absolutely. nobody yeah uh, it's just to conversate. hey look um we need to change the game. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are game changes all yeah. around us. And until we can overcome the game changer of fear, we will never get to the place yeah. where we'll reach our destination. Yeah.
0: And I, I think <laughs> I think platforms such as this one, um, and, and other podcasters um that are doing I think it creates more of a self awareness. We're good. we're not pinpointing your thing today, but what we are saying is Here's some things that you may need to think about if if you're someone that's feeling stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Write it out.
1: Yes. Figure yes. it out.
0: Come come up with okay, when do I feel stuck the most? Is it when I'm around certain people? Is it when I'm doing certain things? Because sometimes we just get in a funk of having to do and you mention it when you say we go to church and we go to work. We go to school. We mm-hmm. come back and we mm-hmm. do this and we do that. Mm-hmm. And it becomes that same routine. routine. That's it. And we just get in that routine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and self-care, when you're doing that type of routine, sometimes self-care gets missed. Yeah. And then you just find yourself exhausted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without explanation. And sometimes <laughs> it's because we haven't taken the time to figure out there needs to be a shift. Yeah. yeah. What is the shift? Who is the shift? How is the shift? Gee.
1: You are hitting triggers (laughs) from every angle, you know, and uh, the the recognition uh, that we need to shift is important. Mm -hmm. And I use myself as an example, Uh, almost every 10, (laughs) and I'm not saying it's got to be 10 to 12 years that you Mm -hmm. recognize (laughs) that you need to shift. But for me as a person, I recognize when I need to shift into another area, Um, not just, you know, when I shift into education, uh, being a pastor, being a community leader, serving on several boards in the community and and here's the thing i I don't believe in just serving on a board or just to put on your resume that he's on four or five boards because see the problem is you can be at the table but if you don't do anything while you're at the table you become a part of the menu that's Uh, on the table
0: now now dr Chi.
1: now i've seen that and and so not that you've got to be so vocal and there are times to be vocal and there are times that we've got to let people know that that's wrong, you know. And for me as a person now at another stage, another phase, um, I want to let people know that you can make a difference. Uh, you can shift gears uh, in your life yeah. and you can do some things that people may not always agree with.
0: Right. Right. And you can't be afraid to do that. That's it. And the I word. Think that's, that's I the think that's what keeps some people stuck. Even what you're doing right now, mm-hmm. I completely admire you for mm-hmm. sitting at this <laughs> at this podcast table with me because it's been in the making. So I'm glad I finally got you here because some people would say, oh, no, I can't do that because that's stepping out of what people are used to for that's me. Correct. That's but correct. sometimes you help other people grow
1: mm-hmm.
0: when they see you transforming.
1: Oh, Absolutely.
0: So you coming out of that usual box that people will see you in and, and you being on a platform like this, it gives other people an opportunity to picture themselves mm-hmm, outside mm-hmm. of the box. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. kudos to you for doing that. But a lot of times we get stuck because we worry about what people
1: say. Well, the, that's a narrative uh, <laughs> as fraud. The, the, I thought about Sigmund fraud, you know, the, e- the ego and mm-hmm, the super and ego, the super-ego. you know, but what, what, sh- what shapes us? What is shaping us? And in the past, what caused us to be where we are? Mm-hmm. You know, not just our idea, that, you know, who we are, but then the, the, the things that surrounding us. Mm-hmm. I think our um, our support system, our families, mm-hmm. and we worry sometimes too much about what others think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the sad commentary, G, is that they won't help us anyhow. <laughs> they, they, they may talk about us, but they won't talk to us. They may talk to others, but they want to assist us mm-hmm. in what we're going through so so again uh, on a larger platform you're in a it, in a context you're it in a context like this <laughs> uh, others they may only catch one word that i may have said or that i may say and if that's the case then kudos then success this has been a success but i'm at a place again that if i can do anything if i can share with somebody uh, that you can be a trailblazer. Uh, you, can, you, know, you can cry in the process, mm-hmm. but as we know weeping, it, it doesn't do it for a long time. It may <laughs> do it for a night, but we know that there will be joy somewhere Absolutely. as you move mm-hmm. to your next phase, your next mm-hmm. stage. And I, I just believe that uh, if we allow ourselves to move forward, mm-hmm. then we're going to see the change.
0: So you mentioned, Dr. T, about a support system. So mm-hmm. one of the things when I have a new cohort of students, the first day of class, I always ask them, and they look at me like I'm super strange, right? I'm like, who in here has a support system? Good. And then they're looking at me like, wait, what? What is she even talking about? And then you'll see some do the little hand mm-hmm. raise. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, if you know that you have a support system, raise your hand. Like, put it up. And they're like, what do you mean by that? My initial thought is I'm heartbroken that someone doesn't know what a support system means. And then I said, how many people in here have someone that's rooting for you today?
1: That's good. How
0: many people, and, and like right after lunch, I'll say, okay, how many people had someone text you and ask you how class is going today? Oh, that is so good. And then they'll look. And then all of a sudden, Dr. T, they're proud to say, oh, I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had three people ask me how, how my day was. I said, that's your support system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I say to them, if a person doesn't add to your life, they take away from it. And if they're taken away, they're not your support. And some people don't realize, because you don't stop and think about that, Who is my support system? Do I have one? And it is important to have a support system when you're going to your next season. Because as you and I know, we've we've had different seasons of our lives. And, you know, whatever we have going on, even this wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. This was Mm -hmm. a season for us to Mm -hmm. do together Mm -hmm. and to, to create this. And there are hiccups along the way with those seasons. That's where your support system comes in. That's where your cheering squad. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep pushing. And so that's what I say to those students, and that's what I say to a lot of my life coach clients. You have to have a support system.
1: Gee, thank you for sharing that. It, it kind of I had a flashback mm-hmm. uh, as a former athlete, uh, basketball players. I thought about the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. You know, some people tolerate you. Others will really celebrate you. Mm-hmm. And and my belief is that even as an educator, uh, sometimes you know. As a principal, we think that he or she does the entire job. Most of the time, people see the principal out Mm -hmm. front, but they don't recognize that he or she has a support system. Mm -hmm. For me, my administrative team uh, makes me uh, as good as I am. They help me to be successful, help me to be able to see what I don't see, Mm -hmm. and they're able to do things that I can't do. One of the things, the three things that has helped me as a leader, not just in the the education arena, but even uh, in the community, on boards. Uh, and that is knowing what to do, what to delegate, and what to dump. <laughs> I, I know do, I,
0: delegate, don't. Dump. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know I like that. If,
1: if you don't know or catch anything else, that's something we picked up in of <laughs> <when> our administrative <laughs> retreats. Mm-hmm. And that is because some administrators, mm-hmm. they, they get to a place where they get burnt out mm-hmm. because you're trying to you're do trying it to all. You're
0: trying to do everything. You, know, you don't
1: have a support system, right. as you said, mm-hmm. G. And so when you got a strong support system, you know what to do. When I have irate parents, and those are coming, no, y'all let me handle them. You know because they may not want to deal with second or third in mm-hmm. charge. Mm-hmm. But uh, but when I delegate things, I delegate things from a curriculum standpoint uh, that I may not know every class that needs to be taken. So I've got an AP assistant principal, I've got an instructional coach that can give a little detail. But then there are times where I'm inundated with um, emails. I mean, from all sides, mm. you got to know what to dump. <laughs> a lot of times, they're just soliciting, uh, right,
0: Exactly, <laughs>
1: uh, you to buy something yes. or to get some kind of curriculum, mm-hmm. and so those are things that that helps us mm-hmm. to realize the importance of a support group. Mm-hmm. And for me, as I have gotten older, somewhat wiser, somewhat seasoned, I know that I can't make it without a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, and so again, that that support system. And then, if you're at the place that you don't think you need one, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> To many more uh, next yeah. uh, next season broadcast uh, podcasts, yes, and you'll see yes. the because importance
0: of it. One of the things I do want to say, and and this is gonna this is gonna hit, Doctor T, this gonna hit. <laughs> it is important to have a coach, uh-huh. but you have to be coachable. Coachable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us, T.
0: You have to be coachable. Now, have I ran across some <sighs> that are not coachable in my coach life coach practice? Absolutely, I have, but. A coach is a patient individual. Oh yes. Yes. A coach loves hard. A mm-hmm. coach loves soft. A coach just loves period. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But you have to be coachable. Yeah. So I say to them, Now if you want me to help you, <laughs> if you really want to change, I got you to ch- I gotta get you to change your mindset.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I can't do anything for you if you're not willing. To allow me to coach you through, because the difference in a life coach and the licensed counselor, mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there letting you talk.
1: Absolutely. And
0: I'm coaching you through the yes. process. Yes. And if I feel like I can't do it, I am smart enough to refer out.
1: Yeah, you, you say so something. You have critical. to be coachable. That, that's that's so important. The operative word is you got to want. And and I think on the surface we all want. But we don't want to get through the minutiae. Sometimes mm-hmm. the mess that would help us to submit ourselves, and it doesn't mean that it's less of you mm-hmm. to submit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing about I talk about submission and obedience. Obedience is is actually the action. Mm-hmm. Submission is the attitude. Mm. You know, if mm-hmm. you have an attitude of submission, then you want to do. But the action is, is when okay, you want to do it. These are the steps that you need to take if you want to be successful. And so this is why we find out some people, after going through many sessions, after going through many counseling and opportunities, they end up back at square one because they had the attitude, but they didn't have the action.
0: Yeah, yeah. And submission can be hard, and, and just in my own life happenstances and mm-hmm. then just dealing with some of my clients, I realized that the hardest person to submit it's the person that's been hurt the most absolutely, because they've built such a wall mm-hmm. that no one's going to hurt me again. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that. I mm-hmm. promise you that. Mm-hmm. So you have to chip, 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 and just keep chipping. And, and I'm pretty sure you've seen this as an educator as absolutely. well. Absolutely, It is hard sometimes in the classroom. I have to chip away at so many hurts and so many pains and so many heartaches and so much brokenness before I can even teach a lesson, because it's hard for me to teach a person on servant. I'm a nurse educator, yeah. so it's hard for me to teach the concept of serving when a person feels underserved. It's wow. hard for me to teach that. Wow. So you're having to chip at all of these layers just to get them to open up just a little bit to get the lesson.
1: Gee, that that is um, that kind of hits something within me, uh, because there are those of us who have carried it for so long.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: And so it becomes a challenge, how do I open up? Mm-hmm. How do I let someone in when I've been hurt mm-hmm. so bad and when it is so deep, you know, we don't know how. And so, again, uh, as a conversation uh, progresses, um, one of the things that I deal with a lot at school, and that is bullies, you know, that that's the thing now. You know, most educators and yeah. most... Education institutions, you know, they're really, really adamantly against, you know, bullying. Mm -hmm. But do you not know that bullying doesn't just take place in the schools? Right. Bullying takes place in the church. Yes. It takes place on our jobs. Amen. It takes place in our communities, Mm -hmm. uh, wherever we are. And and here is the piece. And, you know, document this one, too. You can really, you know, give yourself credit for this because I think all of us have experienced it, too. Uh, The bullies are the people that's been hurt the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We bully because we've been bullied, because Mm -hmm. we've been hurt. And so that's our way of coping. Mm -hmm. It's a coping mechanism. Because we've been hurt so bad, so then we we transform ourselves. We find a weak person. Mm
0: -hmm. Ah. And so
1: we inflict the pain on him or her because we never addressed or dealt with our pain. Mm You know, so we're quick sometimes to want to deal with the bullies, rightfully so. And there's one in particular that comes to my mind in the political arena (laughs) that I don't even want to address, Uh, but, but the grace piece.
0: Right. <laughs> Absolutely. The grace piece the grace is piece. so critical for mm-hmm. us. And
1: and at the end of the day, we all are grace cases. You know, So we need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got to talk about it. We've got yeah. to talk through mm-hmm. it. And I think with time, I think we can get through it. But just the recognition that we all hurt at some point mm-hmm. in time, but also understand that it triggers what causes other things mm-hmm. to take place in our life. And once you start leaking, people can start seeing it and they'll start smelling it, and they'll start talking about it. What's wrong with him today? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with her today? You know. And so these are things that become byproducts mm-hmm. you know, or become the byproduct mm-hmm. of being hurt and going through the storm and yeah. going through things.
0: And that bullying piece is so crucial mm-hmm. um, in a time where we're seeing the suicide rate so high. Yes. And And I am so glad you touched on bullying is not just in school. No there are adults that bully there are people in positions of power yes as you just alluded yeah. to in all arenas mm-hmm. that are bullying people mm-hmm. and hurting people mm-hmm. and manipulating people mm-hmm. and we have got to get past that because we're causing more harm to these individuals that are already broken
1: that's right that's and right and
0: some people use that to their advantage because mm-hmm. they already know like you say i'll pick on the one that's softer and That's some it. people do that because it makes them feel good. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm glad we're able to create this dialogue yes. and, and hopefully we're helping someone because I promise you, you're helping me today, honestly. <laughs> I mean, you know, you and I can always go on and on and have these conversations, but it's important that we realize how to detach from certain things so we can get to our next season. And- realization is it you gotta recognize what you have to detach from you mentioned blockers Let's talk about it. First of all, before we get into blockers, I want to say to those of you who are just tuning in, you are tuned into the Your Next Season podcast with Dr. T and Coach G. And I'm super excited. And we've just been kind of having dialogue about some things that we need to detach from so that we can get to Mm -hmm. our next Mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. Listen, you can say your next level. There are some of you, you're not happy where you are. And so the dialogue that we're creating today is to show you things or talk about things to help you get to that next level. There are people that's literally in a funk. Mm-hmm. I, you know, excuse excuse me for using those terms, but for, for lack of better terms, they're in a funk. They, they don't know how to, they feel stuck. Mm-hmm. How do I get out of it? Some of it is because there are things that are blocking you. Yeah. And some of it is stuff we've
1: done. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I Dr. Mean, T,
0: go ahead talk well, about Well,
1: let it. me just talk a little bit about that. Mm. Uh, the guilt.
0: Mm. Ooh,
1: ooh. You know, you're uh, hitting
0: hard early. <laughs> <laughs> the guilt. Yes, yes. Well,
1: that is the thing. You know, when we struggle with guilt, mm. it mm. blocks us from really yes. getting to the next. It's almost like um, mm. you knowing or thinking that just because I messed up today, mm-hmm. I can't wow, move until tomorrow. That's
0: good,
1: you know. And we often know that I uh, just stated there were grace cases, but but guilt serves as a blocker because mm-hmm. then we end up being stuck mm-hmm. in what I did, yeah, forgetting forgetting mm-hmm. about what we can do. Mm-hmm. Not just to remove that, yeah, but to move into another phase, another mm-hmm. stage of our life. Mm-hmm. And, and so that guilt then serves as a blocker, and then it affects our attitude. We begin to see through a different set of lenses mm-hmm. than J mm-hmm. and. And, and I'm convinced, you know, when we do things that, that we're not proud of, and we all have.
0: Absolutely. We've all missed the mark. Absolutely. Them all. absolutely, We've all
1: have, uh, you know, failed classes in a mm-hmm. sense that uh, we thought think that we should have passed. But the, the beauty is we get a chance uh, to do it over again. Uh, and in that process, if we see that we can do it over again, I think that's going to transition us into another phase as well.
0: Yeah. Now, like I said, you hit hard. You came straight for it with the guilt. Mm-hmm. Some people guilt us. <laughs> now I, I can't. We we do take on guilt ourselves. Yes. but There are some people that will remember you. I, I have people say to me, "You you do what? I remember yeah. you. That's where you're choosing to remember yeah, me. Yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. I put it behind me. Yes. Because I'm headed towards a different mark in my mm-hmm, life right now. Mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to my next season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While you're still trying to guilt me on my yesterday. Yeah. We have to be, I'm going to go to a word you just used. We have to be intentional in supporting people. Yeah, yeah. We have to be intentional in helping people grow
1: mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. making folk feel guilty about something they did yesterday mm-hmm. on charges that were already dropped. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the un- in, the, in different <laughs> realms, when I say that.
1: Well, I think you, you hit several things there. Uh, and, and we're living in a society now that. Uh, states that you are actually um, guilty before mm. proven innocent. Yeah, You know, we know the, the legal system mm-hmm. says that you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Mm-hmm. But but it, it, we have flipped the script uh, because of what we've seen, what we've been through. And, and you know, sadly to say, even with with social media, you can almost put anything out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it becomes difficult. You know, you can delete it. <laughs> yeah. You can delete it's it from the page. It's in the cloud somewhere. But there. it's in the cloud. Not mm-hmm. only that. But it's in the mind of the people mm-hmm. yes you know it's deleted mm-hmm. on the paper but it's still mm-hmm. remembered in our minds you know and so the gift piece is so important it's a blocker you know and so that becomes a part of our next uh you know how do we get to the next season how do yeah. we unpack those setbacks mm-hmm. and those systems some systems have been set up yeah. Ooh. for us to fail. Yes. And because what we then, hold tight, yeah. G, And then what we do, we blame the system. That's not good. knowing that we can overcome the system. Yes. With yes. the right coach, with the right stuff, we mm-hmm. can acquire much more than 24 mm-hmm. if we surround ourselves right. Right. with the right people, we yep. have the right posture, and we have the right position as mm-hmm. we move forward. Yeah.
0: And I think um, what I was going to touch on, when it comes to media sometimes you hear it where someone has done something when they were a kid yeah. i think about athletes you mm-hmm, know and i mm-hmm. think of one in particular from i believe he's in the tidewater area he was from that area oh, yeah. and i remember he had an incident yeah. i think in a bowling alley
1: yeah alan averson
0: i remember when that happened when he became alan averson right mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. you would hear oh he's done this and he's done this but remember Oh, why do we have to remember that he was the person that happened? You know, we always want to attach that that bad thing to a person, no matter how much good. And we see it a lot. It's not just him. I see it over and over again where someone has done such great things, but someone always pulls up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what happened in the past. That it- past.
0: <clears throat> We've got to be intentional in letting people's past just
1: die. Well, it's a part of what we're doing now, Jay. Mm-hmm. We've got to at least have the conversation. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about it enough. Um, we tend to think that we've got to to build ourselves up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've got to tear others down. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, ooh. You know that
1: that because it makes
0: us feel strong. It does,
1: you know. And and again, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I refer back to what you talked about with the the Alan Iverson situation. Phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal all ball player. In fact, he was so good in not just at basketball but in football as well. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to we make mistakes mm-hmm. coming up. You know, and as a result, you know, we sometimes can't get over it ourselves. Then others won't let you, you know, put it behind you. And therefore, that's why we've got to have the conversation as we have it now. Uh, how do we get to our next season? How do we put those systems behind us? And above all, how do we be consistent? How do we Ooh. become intentional? And you've got to start somewhere. you got to continue it. You can't just stop. It's just like working out. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like. <laughs> now, see,
0: you had to go there, Dr. T. Well,
1: well, I mean.
0: <laughs> well, we being transparent, we, uh, so come we, on, bring we it. We got to bring it all out.
1: <laughs> you know, you, we we start.
0: Absolutely. But we The 1st of January, we always start. We do.
1: But <clears throat> my submission and my word to you is mm-hmm. that uh, start small.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. That's good.
1: Take take baby steps mm-hmm. and
0: just be consistent. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why I, 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 when you said the word consistent, because I think that's. We get in a, we, oh, we get so gun ho and yeah. yes, we're going to do this. we will yeah. take on the world. We have our Superman cape on, Superwoman cape on, <laughs> yes. and we're ready. Yes. And then all of a sudden, life starts to happen again. Mm-hmm. We get into that routine. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, I don't have time. Uh-huh. I don't have time. I'm tired. I've worked all day. But you're right. We have to be yeah. consistent.
1: Yeah. And I think. Self-care. Gee, yeah. Well, that, that's all, always a part. You know, and I think what we tend to do is we started, as I said, but something happens—a mm-hmm. blocker, a distraction—and mm-hmm. it's almost like you got your head forward. Then we, if you don't have your blinders on, then mm. you become distracted and you get pulled to the side.
0: You almost and need that tunnel vision. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I, you know,
1: and I keep calling. Coming back to the coaching piece, you know, not just having a coach, remaining coachable, you know, doing the things necessary for self-care. Yeah. Uh, we just don't want to do it once a week. Uh, let's try to do it throughout the year. But you got to have somebody that you can open up to. Uh, and I'm hoping that with this podcast, uh, with it being regular, uh, it can help you to see some things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where do I need to make adjustments? Right. You know, as a, as an educator, I often talk. You know, when I go into a classroom, do observations. I said the three things we got to look at, adjustment assessments, well, assessments, and then make the adjustment, and Mm -hmm. then Mm realignment. You know, assess where you are. Okay, be willing to make Mm -hmm. the adjustment. Because if you're not willing to make the adjustments, you don't need to do the assessment. Mm -hmm. And then realign. Sometimes we're being pulled to one side or Mm -hmm. to another side. Anything, anytime a car is out of alignment, one or two things are happening. The tires will, you know, end up getting bald. Right. Or the car be pulled to one side mm-hmm. or to the other. You know, you can continue to go through life being pulled by folks, mm. being pulled oh, to the left, good. being pulled mm-hmm. to the right, being pulled down because you don't realign mm-hmm. yourself. And realignment has sometimes to do with, and I hate to say it like this, letting some folks go because they're pulling you out of alignment mm-hmm. and they're causing you to become bald. Your tires, you can't, that the tread well on your tire. Right. You wonder why you you don't have uh, the strength that Mm -hmm. you had. You wonder why you're getting tired easily and quickly. You you know what I'm saying? It's because Mm -hmm. your your tires, Mm -hmm. the tread on the tires have wore down. You know, you've had people to tell you that, but you don't want to believe that Mm -hmm. until you find yourself in a situation where either you end up in an accident. Wow, that's good. And possibly injure yourself and others Mm -hmm. in the process. Simple analogy. But assess it, be willing to adjust, and then realign yeah,
0: yeah. for where you're going. And that, that formula works in so many aspects. And mm-hmm. as you were saying that, um, I'm a nurse, um, and we call it ADPI. <laughs> I
1: well, love it. It's a,
0: it's a part of our care plan that we do. You assess, you diagnose, you devise a plan, you enter, you know, you do the little implementation of it. Yes. And then you go back, and the most important piece is the E, evaluate. evaluate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Evaluate.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes we miss that self-evaluation, that that reflective moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I was just talking to a group of students the other day. We were serving out in the nursing home, and I said, when we leave here today, when you get in your car, it's reflecting time. Good. Did I put in enough work today? Did I serve the residents in the spirit of excellence? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because when you evaluate what you did today, tomorrow is do-over day. Mm. And I don't think we mm. allow ourselves do over mm. days. Mm. We get so caught up in what we did wrong today. Tomorrow is do over day. Yeah. You get yeah. a chance to get it right once again. Grace. Yes. <laughs> that's
1: that unmerited favor <laughs> uh,
0: to that person yeah. that's
1: undeserving.
0: Undeserved.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mercy often talks about mm-hmm. we don't get what we really deserve. Mm. You know, but Grace said, you get what you really deserve, don't really deserve from that standpoint. And and I think in the the process, uh, in the grand scheme Mm -hmm. of things in life, um, we find ourselves sometimes not giving ourselves the breaks and the grace that's Mm -hmm. necessary. But but I believe if we can subscribe to this whole notion of uh, um, just not giving yourself a break, Mm -hmm. but taking the time to reflect, gee, I thought about it, you know, riding down the road. Uh, sometimes we're quick to go from one thing to mm-hmm. another thing to another thing, right. never having any mm-hmm. pause time. Mm-hmm. And we call it, you know, downtime. Down you you know, but, but, downtime. but pause, yeah. you know, pause. And if we do that, I think we'll see a difference.
0: Yeah. Now I'm going to, we're we're about to wrap this up, but I want to say something about that downtime because people always say, You don't ever go to anything. No, it's not that I don't want to participate in stuff, but sometimes you can be around so much noise. Oh, God, yes. That downtime is the most refreshing thing that could happen to you in life. Yes. And some people are afraid to be alone. I'm not that person. I love it because the downtime is the time to refuel. It's the time to recharge. is sometimes it's the time to rebuild. Yes. It's the time to reflect, to meditate, whatever it is that you do. Pray. That's my biggest thing. Yes. And it's important to do that. So hopefully we've issued some great nuggets. Dr. T, we got about 30 seconds. I'm going to let you have it and then we're going to wrap it up and we'll see <clears throat> you on the other side next
1: week. Well, listen, G, I want to say thank you for just allowing me to share um. just some thoughts, mm-hmm. some Absolutely. nuggets, some tidbits. Mm-hmm. And my hope is that those that were listening, they gathered something. We're not the professionals, right. but we just wanted to share some things with you and just allowed you to eavesdrop mm-hmm. On our, on our conversations. On our conversations,
0: because this is how they go. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you again. <laughs> uh, and I appreciate you a whole bunch. Absolutely. So we just want to thank you guys once again for tuning in to your next season podcast. We've enjoyed our dialogue on today. Dr. T, as usual, our conversations are always that of a great one, and I look forward to the very next one. This is Gigi Hopkins and Dr. Ronald Thornhill saying, until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Your Next Season podcast with motivational speaker Dr. Ronald Thornhill and life coach Gigi Hopkins. Have a topic you'd like for us to discuss? Email us at yournextseason at gmail.com. That's yournextseason at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening and don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Until next time,
1: stay motivated